This is the Drummer's Resource Podcast, session 429. And the quote of the day is, ignoring the signs is a good way to end up at the wrong destination. You're listening to the Drummer's Resource Podcast, home of in-depth interviews with the world's greatest drummers, music industry professionals, and thought leaders. Inspiration, education, and motivation for drumming, and beyond, and beyond, and beyond. Hey, hey, what's happening? This is Nick. This is episode 429 of the podcast. Hope you're well. And and I really mean that. I really do. I hope all is well with uh, with you and yours. So interestingly, uh, my parents are out here. Speaking of all is well, kind of crappy. My parents were, are out here visiting uh, here in San Francisco. And we went to Lombard Street, that really crooked street that you go to. Stepped away from the car for about 45 seconds. Someone stole my mom's purse, phone, you know, her, stole her purse. I had her phone, her ID, credit cards, glass, everything. Everything was in there. So it's been a bit of a, a bit of a hectic thing for them. And sadly, this happens for us as musicians all the time. And a way that you can protect yourself is by insuring your gear. And you can insure up to $12,000 worth of gear for about 150 bucks a year by going to musicproinsurance.com. Check them out. You will be glad you did. I promise you that. So this is a Q&D, a quick and dirty, as we call it here at, uh, at Drummer's Resource. So this is a topic that I actually got from Instagram. I I posted a question and said, what do you guys want to hear me talk about on the podcast? And Drummer A online suggested that I talk about the bigger picture of networking and getting gigs and all that kind of stuff. And I feel like I've covered a lot of that already, but it got me thinking about the big picture in general of drumming and how you can fit drumming into your life and and really integrating it with your life if you're not playing professionally. Uh, first of all, I want to thank everyone for for all their answers. And there's a lot of stuff in there that that I'm going to cover later on in the podcast. So, uh, or later on in, in other episodes. So, but the idea uh, that I was thinking about the bigger picture is I, there's a lot of, there's a lot of questions around how you can try to get drumming to fit into your life and whether you want it to be a career, whether you want it to be a hobby, whether you want it to be a serious hobby, whether you want to take a, a job that maybe is less demanding so that you can play more or maybe you're okay with just playing on nights and weekends. And I've had many conversations about this before with friends of mine, with colleagues of mine, and also with people who I do my career consulting with, where they sometimes are in a position where they either are playing in a band that is, that is, you know, touring and, and maybe, you know, they've been doing it for a long time and they're, they're like, you know, I love these guys and I've been playing with them for a long time, but the band isn't, quote unquote, making it. So it's not making enough money to for them to quit their jobs or anything like that, but they love it. But it takes a lot of time away from everything else. And one particular uh, conversation, I, I won't use his name to protect the innocent, but he was saying, you know, I would like to move to a different country and there's all these other things that I would like to do. And sometimes playing with this band or playing in, in uh, you know, or all the gigs that I have to do in the rehearsals and all that stuff are actually getting in the way of me doing those other things. And this is all tying into this big picture idea of the the fact that everyone's life is different and everyone has their own things that they want to do with their life. You have to figure out how drumming fits into your life in any way, shape or form. And sometimes it is an all or nothing thing where you're like, I have to be touring and I have to be 
playing full time and I don't want to do anything else. And that may be your truth. And that may be the thing that is going to make you 100% happy. And I think that's cool. And I think that you should go for that. And I think that you should run after it as, as far and as hard as you can. And, and I hope that you get there. And for other people, it may be, you know, I don't want to tour or I want to just play on the weekend because I want to get a job at Microsoft because I love engineering and I want to go do that thing. Or maybe someone else that says, you know what, I'm just going to bartend and I'm going to play, you know, on nights and weekends when I can. And I'm totally happy with that. And the point of this is that the way that it fits into your lifestyle is completely up to you. And I think that there's a lot of outside criticism and pressure to make sure that we're doing what we feel like we should be doing or what other people would do or what the stigma is. And there was actually a funny thing, not a funny thing, but, but I forget the guy's name. He was an actor. He was in, he was on the Cosby show and he got a job at Trader Joe's and someone took a picture of him and they were shaming him because he worked at Trader Joe's and he was saying, you know, there's nothing wrong with having a day gig and acting at the same time. There's nothing wrong with working. And I've talked about this before about changing the narrative of what it means to be a successful drummer. It's, you know, if you have a day job, that's fine. And if you don't have a day job, that's also fine. And either one is fine. And for a lot of people who I've spoken with, they're either in a situation where sometimes they're they're following this dream or following this road, not because they want to, it's because they feel like they have to, like there's this external pressure to do it. I know a lot of people who play drums, you know, in their, in their teens and then they got into their twenties and then into their thirties. And after a while we're like, it's just not fulfilling anymore the way that it used to be. And I'm into other things and I want to do other things, but they kept playing music because they were worried about what their friends would say or what, you know, what, uh, what other, other musicians would say that and they would worry about people being like, Oh, you're quitting because you didn't make it or you're not playing anymore because you're not good enough. And all of that is bullshit. I'm going to say it again. All of that is bullshit. And for all of you who were saying, or for the review that I got that says I curse too much, I apologize. Sometimes I got to curse and sometimes I don't curse, but it's bullshit. We've all seen the horror stories about people getting their equipment stolen out of their van or out of their trailer, but you can avoid that very easily by going to musicproinsurance.com. They've been around for nearly 20 years to provide convenient and affordable insurance coverage for professional musicians, and they protect against everything, theft, even if you leave your vehicle unlocked. Also, fire, hurricane, earthquake, water damage, even if you accidentally break your gear. The best part, you can insure $12,000 of gear for like $150 a year. Tell me that's not worth it. They can also insure higher amounts than that. They can insure classical instruments and things like that. And it's very easy to do. Go to musicproinsurance.com. You can get a quote instantaneously, but it's 150 bucks a year for $12,000 worth of equipment. You can either pay now or pay later. And I'm telling you, you will be kicking yourself. You'll be hearing this message in your head when you go to your trailer and all of your gear is gone. Check them out. Musicproinsurance.com. You cannot let any of these outside 
these outside pressures or what other people will think or what other people are going to say or what you feel in what you feel in your brain, you know, wh- what you think is the right decision, go with your heart. Whatever makes you happy is the thing that you should do. And I've talked about this a lot, but I wanted to put this into a concise episode of saying, you know, whatever whatever road you want to take, that's fine. So if you want to do the day gig thing, you want to do the full-time drummer thing, you want to do the YouTube drummer thing, you want to do whatever you want to do, it doesn't matter. And even myself, I there was a time where, you know, I was touring a lot and I was playing 150, 200 days a year. And then it started to, it's, I, I started to want to do other things. And I wanted to start a business. So I started Drummer's Resource. I've started another business since. And I got into that kind of stuff. And I felt guilty about it for a little while. I was like, why, why is, you know, every, why, why am I not uh, following after this dream of like just being on the road day in and day out every single day? Because that's what you're supposed to do. Because I'm a musician and I'm a professional musician. And that's the thing that you do. I should be on the road and I should be on the studio or in the studio and I should be doing clinics and I should, you know, be jumping from gig to gig and all that kind of stuff. And guess what? I didn't feel like doing that. And I felt bad that I didn't feel like doing that. And after a while, and I love touring, don't get me like, just so we're clear, I love touring and still want to tour. I'm not saying that. What I'm saying is I like doing other things too, and that's okay. And going back to to the consulting client that I had or the career development client, he was saying he enjoys doing other things. He's like, I'm in publishing and I like that stuff. And I, I, I like doing that. And I may transition into another career. I want to move to this other country. And, you know, music may take a back seat. And he was actually saying, you know, I was thinking about quitting playing music. And I said, it's not an all or nothing thing. You can play five days a year. That's fine. You can play five gigs a year. It doesn't matter. You can play a hundred or you can play five or you can play 300 or you can play in your basement or whatever you want to do. And integrating it into your life is the thing that you need to figure out. And I advised him, I said, you know, what do you really want? What do you really, really, really want? Not what do you want because you think that's going to make you a successful musician? Because I got news for you. Even cats that are touring at the highest level and they're playing stadiums, it's still a job. And at the end of the day, it's a job and it becomes a job. You may enjoy it, but it's still a job because it's monotonous and it gets old after a while, just like anything else. So don't do it if you don't want to really do it. So figure out what is going to make you happy and figure out how you can build your life around that and how you can integrate that into your life. So if you want to be able to travel all the time with your family, then you can't be on the road 250 days a year. You just can't do it. If you have five kids and you want to be home with them all the time and you want to go to soccer games and baseball games, then you can't be on the road all the time. If you're single and you don't care about being home and you really want to be out on the road, then go on the road. If you're single and you want to stay home, stay home. It doesn't matter. But what you know, what I'm saying is that you got to do what's right for you. And I want people to stop looking at all of these external pressures to do what you think everyone else thinks you should be doing and do what you know in your heart you want to be doing. It's going to make you happier in the long run. And honestly, if you don't like it, you're, gonna, you're not going to work as hard at this thing if you're kind of one foot in and one foot out. So figure, sit down, spend some time. And I'm not saying like seven minutes 
because every time I'm like, oh, what do you really want to do? People are like, oh, I want to be on the road. That's a, I just want to be touring or I want to be doing this or, you know, I want to be in the studio or that. Okay. Well, I was just checking out your Instagram page and it seems like you really like making beer in your house or, you know, in your basement with your friends. Do you like doing that? Yeah. Okay. Well, if you're on the road all the time, that goes away. Oh, well, I didn't really think about that. Oh, I see all these pictures of you and your kids. Do you like seeing them? Because, you know, you're going to see them less if you're on the road. And I'm not saying, I'm not, I'm not saying this to be like, people shouldn't tour. That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying you have to understand exactly what, what you want to get into and what you don't want to get into. So take some time. And I mean, like a week, two weeks, like really think about it, make some notes, write some things down. What do you really want? What would be the ideal situation in your life? Would it be you know, man, I'd like to be in a band where we play 60, 70 shows a year. We do a little tiny bit of touring. You know, maybe we go away for a couple of days here and there, go to Europe, something like that. And I have a nine to five gig and I have my family and I'm cool. Or whatever that, whatever that perfect picture looks like for you, figure out what that is. Then you can start going to work on the plan of how you can integrate that into your life and make it actually happen. So don't do the stuff that you think you have to do because everyone else is going to determine whether you're a successful or unsuccessful, you know, musician, drummer, whatever. So I see a lot of it and I figured I would talk about that in the big picture of how you can fit it into your life, not succumbing to the external pressure and sort of the the stigma and the the uh the false narrative that we that we talk about about what you have to do. Um and it's okay because your tastes change and the things that you enjoy change. And when you were 22, you probably loved riding around in a van with your friends, but you probably don't do, want to do that when you're 52. Or guess what? You may want to do that when you're 52. I don't know. That's why everyone's different. As my dad's friend always says, that's why they make Coke and that's why they make Pepsi, because everyone is different. So figure out what's right for you. Figure out exactly how you want to integrate that into your life and then get to work on your plan. Cool? Cool. All right. Thanks for listening. I'll be talking to you soon. Peace.